Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the creator. They are not the opinions of Redline Radio LLC or its owners. Parental discretion is strongly advised. M-I-C-A-H Beats. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy, where we talk about life with a comedy twist, with your host, comedian Sean Boyd, Antonio Ferguson, and Miss KT. We talk about a whole bunch of shit from politics to people actually taking shit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the therapy session. Man, this be dope. Make a motherfucker wanna rap. I can't rap, man. Hold on, here we go. I can't rap. I really can't. But come sit down on the couch with us. And I can't rap. Come to the couch. Enjoy the show. Let's go. Just another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today welcome back to another episode of just therapy i'm your host comedian sean boyd and it's a monday and i'm on one let's go y'all we got miss kt finally back in the building what's going on you probably should mute your uh unmute your mic just maybe i don't know (laughs) Hey, it might help. It might not. You'll never know. <laughs> what up, bro? How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm here. You know, I'm uh, actually on the original couch where it's all started from. I'm Back the on the couch. Back on the couch when he was young. He's not a kid anymore. <laughs> I don't know about that one. It ain't the same couch I grew up on and shit, but it's close, it's close enough. <laughs> The podcast grew up on this couch, so it's close enough. Right. Yeah. I see uh Jay Luke in the building. What's going on with you, Jay Luke? Throwing the eyes hey, out there. Ashley T in the building, <laughs> Lee Money in the building, Dave in the building. Mm-hmm. Ashley T T just said, Welcome back, Miss KT. What up, Ashley? How are you? I can't see the other 12 people that's in the building, but thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you tuning in on another lovely Monday. Uh, Listen, I missed my Just Therapy couchers. How y'all doing? Show me some love. It's been a long two weeks. Long two weeks. I care about you shaking your head. (laughs) It was a quiet two weeks. I'll say that. The show went real smoothly. We was uh, at two hours, 2.09. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I said I missed your punk ass last week, so you know. I, I meant it. I didn't watch the episodes. I just kind of jumped in a little bit and, you know. Of course not. Why would you watch the episodes? Why? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we got Tim Buck 2 running the board tonight. What's going on, Tim? What's going on, man? Shit, another day, another day, another day. I can't say another dollar. I know y'all probably hear. That grown-ass cough in the back, that's little mama. She was sick today, so I had to call off work, make sure she was all right. 
But you know, punk ass FedEx don't give a fuck about that. They like, oh, well, we need you to come in. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you my daughter suck. come before your punk ass packages. So kiss my ass. <laughs> my entire ass. <laughs> the crack and all the crevices and all that shit. <laughs> I see Big Bruh in the building. What's going on, Big Bruh? J. Luke said, chill, Derrick Henry. Shut your dumb ass. <laughs> Is it my phone that has the captions, or is that like a everybody thing? No, it's it's the new program they got at the studio where they can actually hit the comment and then it'll show up on the on the screen for us. Oh, that's what's up. So it's pretty it's pretty dope. They 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 upgrading. They upgrade it. Well, I see the comment, and then I also see like closed caption of every word we're saying. So. Oh, close. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah so I see both of them. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay, I got you. Hey, hey no, that's you. right, Ashley. Let him know. Oh, I'm gonna give her shit regardless, because I mean, what the fuck? If I ain't giving you shit, I mean, I don't like you. If, I, if I'm not giving you shit, <laughs> you should. You should really should think otherwise. Like, that's something wrong with SB. He ain't giving me shit. That means he don't like you, motherfucker. I mean, you are such an asshole, bro. Grow up. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I told both weeks. I told everybody to pray for you and your family. I'm not an asshole like that. Such a book. Well, thank you. Up. I appreciate mm. it. So I got to deal you. with the good and the bad. You got to asshole. <laughs> or don't or don't take me at all. Shit. <laughs> take me as I am. <laughs> you got to. You got to take me as I am. And this this lighting. I'm trying to mess with the lighting because it's like anytime I move. You can't see the one eye. It's like it's crazy as shit. At least yeah, it's the bad eye. You can't see. At least see the bad eye. eye. <laughs> at least it's the bad eye you can't see. You know what I'm saying? So it worked. It worked out. I mean, it, it's out. just a little overcast shadow. It's cool. Just a little bit, a little bit. We know it's an eye there somewhere. <laughs> Some, somewhere rolling around. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker. Well, mom, you want to come say hi? Bye. You saying bye or hi? Look, she like, I ain't got nothing else for you. Yeah, man. She she going through it, man. She was hot <laughs> as hell last night. She had a fever last night and was hot than a motherfucker. So she getting better. Got her, uh, took her to the urgent care and got her some meds and shit. I had yeah, to take yeah. care of her, man. Fuck that damn job shit. You know, they can kiss my ass. Talking about we got I, papers. I pray she's okay. Mm-hmm. She Talking about we got what? papers for you to sign tomorrow. I don't give a fuck about no motherfucking papers, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> Fuck care about some motherfucking papers, nigga. It's about my daughter. Fuck your job and your packages. Kiss my Listen, ass. I'm I'm over it all right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really difficult place to be, but I don't give a fuck about anybody's job at this point. So. Exactly. They can kiss my ass. Yeah. It ain't nothing but a fucking job. I can get another one. Everybody hiring right now. So listen, literally everybody. <laughs> everybody. You might make thirty thousand an hour. You go to the right McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true facts right there. True facts right there. Yeah, Miss KT, we missed you though. I, I can't even lie. I missed your punk ass because I ain't had nobody to do the, the crazy, funny, fucked up news with me and shit. So it sounded it sounded lonely. <laughs> the lonely fucked up the, the, the one the one week the one week Lee Money chimed in. He was like, I, I seen him wanting to do it, and I'm like, go ahead, come on, we'll do it. And so we did it the second time. And then last week, ten buck two was like, man, I feel like I, I need to know that. I'm like, it's all right, man. It's gonna be okay. 
I felt so left out. What'd you say, Tim? I said I felt so left out. I was like, oh, that was, I feel like that was my cue. <laughs> oh, Lex Vegas in the building. Y'all know, y'all know Lex. Lex Vegas every Thursday, seven to eight p.m. Make sure you check him out on Red Line Radio, LLC, all the platforms: Facebook, Twitter. Hey, Lee Money, is Instagram up yet? Not yet, not yet. We working on it, though. Not yet? Okay. All right. I'm about to say somebody answer me shit. <laughs> I had to ask first. I had to ask first. But but Twitter Twitter is up. And uh, Be- uh, Lex Vegas, he got a, a wrestling match coming up on the 5th, I think. I don't know. I haven't put it in the chat so y'all can find out. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled. I wanted to go check him out, but that's the same night. Uh, one of our guests, my little brother, Ben Palmer, he going to be in Cleveland up at the Grog shop with a big Chevy opening. So I, I got to go. I got to go support my family, my family, family. I wanted to go see Lex Russell, but I got I got to go see my dude, Ben Palmer, you know. So but uh, oh, next next time, Lex, I, I'm definitely coming to a wrestling match, man. I'm definitely going to come out, and check you out, man. Definitely. All right, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. You know, we have like Sean, real quick. By re- next week, Instagram should be ready to roll. Next week, Instagram will be ready to roll. Yeah, okay. we I had a I had a uh cheat the system to get it to work. Okay. You gotta have to show me that cheat code. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Negative ghostwriter. I need my secrets. It's white. <laughs> white privilege. I said you it's gotta white. show me the cheat code. You better show me the cheat code. You gotta put me on, bro. Don't don't uh-uh, don't leave me out. Shit. He said he can't give up his secrets without a cost. Check put the comedy skit we are playing on show this week. I was rocking your Make Racism Wrong Again shirt. Appreciate it. Had to show my dude some love. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, I'm, I'm going to check you out. Just uh, is it, Are you doing it at the beginning or after all the AKAs? Because, you know, your AKAs be like 30 minutes long and shit. And then the show be 30 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my dude though las vegas though that's my guy so we always like to start with a recap let you know what was going on with us last week and all that good shit miss kt you want to start us off since you've been missing an action for two weeks uh sure um i had the displeasure of getting the craziest phone call so um, let me tell y'all about it because I'm a different kind of asshole myself. <laughs> so I'm leaving uh, practice at the school and I see CCFS or CCSF on my phone, right? So I know it's a California call okay. and it looks like a business line. So. I don't answer it because I don't I, I need to hear the voicemail. I don't know what they I don't know what they own first, you know. Right. So then my cousin texts me, like, did somebody just call you? So then I told her to call me, because clearly if you know somebody calling me, you know what the fuck they want. <laughs> Pretty much. Then she tell me I don't want to give you bad news, which is like worse than the bad news you know i'm the type of person just rip the band-aid off i let me deal with the pain right. i don't have time for the climax and the build up and the, 
because for me, the anticipation may or may not be worse, right? Um, for this, it wasn't. Um, so she told me my father passed away. And the first thing I did was bust out laughing. Like I knew it was some shit when I seen CCFS on my phone. I'm like, but I didn't know it was that. Okay. And then it hit me and then I cried. And so then I went to my mom's house and I laid across the bed like a big baby. Um, I went to our church that night and laid across the altar. Um, and it was just one of those things that you never expect. You know, I was planning on staying in California from, um, September to October for about six weeks, uh, but then decided not to. And it's just one of those things, you know, you wish you could go back and change things, but you know, it just is what it is. So um, RIP to my father, Curtis Harvey. Um, he was a phenomenal dad at times. And then, you know, he just, it was what it was at other times, but um I do love them and miss them, and it was—it's been a hard couple of weeks, you know. Yeah, sorry to hear about that. You know, I ain't—I ain't want to tell the couchers until you got back and you tell them. So I, just, uh, well, I, just, I, I was just telling everybody, I was just telling everybody to you know keep you and your family in their prayers. So. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So the craziest thing. So three crazy things that happened, right? So on my flight there, I break my phone. So my phone wasn't working for a few days. They lost my baggage. So I didn't have any clothes for a few days. And then um, I went to my dad's place thinking that um, they were gonna just hand me his stuff. I had to experience the whole melodramatic, this is how they found him. This is what his life was like stuff. And that was, it's just been a lot of stuff to deal with right now. So I need some laughs. I need some jokes. I need you to be funny, but you know, bring all the funny because I, I need I need it all right now. I should have said, I should have saved uh, last week's crazy, funny, fucked up news for your ass, but. Oh, shit. We, we got some good shit coming down the pipeline. That shit was funny as hell last week. You should have hey, listened to the show. Yeah, I might. I might go back and check it out. Just go all the way to the end. <laughs> so, so now you back. What's going on now, now that you back? I see uh William Noble in the building. He said, uh, "Tails on the ground." Said, "Sorry say, for that your loss." On the ground. He said, "Sorry for your loss, Miss KT." Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't see that comment, but thank you. I it, it, it was it. in the uh, it was in the corner of the screen, because I, I ain't got it in my chat, but it was on the corner of the screen. I appreciate you, Tim, for putting that in the corner of the screen there, sir. My pleasure. Well, um, we had a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner um, mm -hmm. with you know I have a pretty big family, so we get a hall, and there was a lot of us there. Um, it was a really good time, um, and then I really been chilling this weekend. I'm. Um, you know, just kind of sorting through my emotions. These last few months been a lot of different kinds of stuff hitting me from every direction. So, you know, when it feels heavy, um, it, it becomes a difficult thing to deal with. Uh, but my cousin sent me a, a reel today that I really loved. And it okay. talked about, um, I, I won't ever be empty of love, right? 
As long as I'm willing to give love out, that love will always be replenished in this world. So I'm going to always try and be that same loving, caring person, you know, what I'm going through. So there you go. Yeah. There you so, go. That's all we can do. So, so how was the week, bro? Uh, the week, the week wasn't bad. You know, last week work was crazy as fuck every day. Uh, nothing less than 150 stops. So it was definitely busy. Definitely took a toll on the old man's body. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And the week before that was pretty rough too. But last week, last week was crazy. So um, usually uh, every Thanksgiving morning, uh, I play football. Last year was the first year I missed out of like probably 20 plus years. Oh, wow. Because of the knee injury. Last year, I was up on the couch, couldn't even move on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And this year, I didn't go because the one dude I always go and meet up there, a uh, friend of the family, actually uh, was my brother's best friend growing up. I always meet him and his son up there, and we go up to Solon High School, which is like a 40-minute drive from here, uh, and play football. But this year, I did not go because he wasn't going. So I was like, fuck it, he ain't going. I'm like, I mean, ain't no reason for me really to drive up there and then have to drive back. So I, so I copped out on, on the turkey bowl. Uh, I, I love doing the turkey bowl because like that's the only time I get to play football and I always show out and show up, but not this year. So, you know, but it was cool. Uh, I don't play anyway with your one good knee. Uh, I mean, the knee's always been messed up and I would still show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it is what it is. I probably would have been a step slower this year, but I still would have been out there and doing my thing. It's all about them hands. You know, you throw that bitch up and hit my hand, I'm catching that shit. Flat the fuck hey, out. You know? Those are the rules if it touch your hand. Hey, hey, that's that, that's how I raised my son. I wish my son would have been a receiver because that's how I raised him. That shit hit your hand, catch it. And he was catching that shit, but didn't want to play football. I digress, though. Uh, <laughs> best friend came and hung out. She came uh, Wednesday. Hi, best friend. She kicked it the whole weekend, so that was cool. Thursday, Thanksgiving was Thanksgiving was good. I went over to my cousin's house, and uh, we got there about like 2.30, 2.40, and it was, it was just good to see them, you know, because uh, we was talking about last week was Thanksgiving episode, so we was just talking about how, you know, uh, growing up, we always like my dad's side better. Not, nothing against my mom's side, but my my dad's side was just a little little cooler, you know what I'm saying. So we always mess with them. That's where Cuzzo come from, and uh, so I got to hang with my uh, my cousin Michelle and my cousin uh, Paul. So that was cool seeing them. And then like best friend was listening to the episode last week, and I was talking about this cake that my grandmother used to make called the Icebox Cake. So, you know, best friend being who best friend is, went and found the original damn recipe and made a big ass cake for us. And that shit, as soon as we bit into that shit, like took a spoonful, it, it literally took me back to childhood because that shit was banging. It was good as fuck. Oh, wow. That's what's up. So that was cool. You know, everybody, uh, the family liked best friend and shit. And little mama was doing her one-two, playing with the kids and running around. And, you know, she was doing she was doing a little, what a little mama do. So uh, the weekend was cool. Really didn't do too much. Just chill. I had to work Friday and Saturday. So, so you know, so that was all right. 
Hey, Timbuktu, uh, you're gonna have to send us another uh another um Zoom link here in a second. You yep, see yep. that? Yep, I was gonna do a sponsor uh, after uh, it ran out. All right, that'll work. Just do a short sponsor and bring us back because we ain't even an hour into the show and that shit going off already. Yep. But uh Ashley T said, Hey girl, I appreciate the end. Oh, she said, Hey girl, hey. I appreciate the invite to Thanksgiving. It was nice to spend the day. Uh, it was nice not to spend the day alone. Come on now, you already know what it was. You want to go spend the day alone? I got you. You are not. So, uh, so that was that was the week. The, uh, <laughs> the week recap. I had to read them out. It came up on the thing, and I just happened to look down at the, at the phone. So. But uh, it was cool. Like I said, I didn't do really, really do too much. I had to work Friday. Got my ass up. Went to work Friday. Went to work Saturday. So we on them six days a week now. So it's, it's busy as fuck right now. So it is what it is. I had that Thursday off, and that was it. Well, at least you enjoyed that day off with the family. You know, yeah, it was cool. Had to have some some time. You know, that's what's important in the in you know. In this Definitely. life room. Definitely. It, it was a good time. So I appreciate it hanging out with the family and shit. So uh, and then uh you you text me talking about come through. And I was like, I nigga, I gotta work in the morning. Shit. I already know how y'all get down. <laughs> we wasn't even um out real late this year. No. Um, no, I mean, but Ron, Ron took the after party to his house. I, I went by there just for a little bit. Um, I was exhausted. You know, I flew in. I flew back home. I got here Wednesday night. Okay. Uh, my grandma, oh, my gosh, I love her. She's so smooth. She's so funny. So she called me like, did you make it home yet? Yep, just walked in the door. Cool, what'd you bring in tomorrow? Nothing. I wasn't even going to come. I barely made it back. She going to say, oh, well, I hope we have something we can eat. <laughs> Your grandmother always be on one, for real. Listen, like always. So I'm like, I'm not bringing nothing. I'm not worrying about it. I don't got time for it. But then, of course, what do I do? I get up. I go to the store. I, you know, get some stuff together so I can make some side dishes, you know, because I make good macaroni and cheese. I make good yams. So, uh, But this year, I made some vegan yams. And they was like, you can cook, but we scared to try them because what's a vegan yam? <laughs> I'm like, it's going to just be light. They just ain't going to have a lot of butter on it. You know, they're going to have marshmallows, you know. Because I had bought marshmallows, but then I remembered marshmallows have pork in them. So then I just was like, uh, no, can't put that in my vegan yet. You know, so trying to get my life together, trying to get, you know, on a healthier side of life. So that's all. Mm. So how did they come out? Did everybody like them? Uh, they were like, these are good. But enough to eat, but I but, wouldn't go back and get seconds. <laughs> and my sister made her world famous yams. So she like, don't worry, I'll be back with my real yams in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I told you once you went vegan, you was gonna always talk about that shit. There you go, bringing up that vegan bullshit. I mean, I had to just because that was so funny though. It was that like a classic bit. moment, like. As soon as I walked in with the macaroni, my grandma, they had just said, said grace when I walked in. 
And then she like, I, she like, where your macaroni? I said, I told you I wasn't cooking nothing. She said, you better have some macaroni in that car. I said, I did, but you wasn't supposed to be expecting it because I said I wasn't cooking nothing. She said, I, I saved space for it on my plate. <laughs> I <laughs> space for something that you don't know is coming. But of course, she knew it was coming. I mean, she never. Right. <laughs> she would have been heartbroken if it didn't. She wouldn't Oh, shit. That's funny. So at your family gatherings, do people come in? And ask who made what, because that's all we hear the whole time in my family. Well, see, who but y'all was salad? bringing shit. Usually back in the day, I, like, you know, if we would go to my uncle's house, people would be like, who who made this, who made that? But yeah. since we was at one neutral site, my cousin pretty much made everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she okay. had she had baked chicken, fried chicken. She had the ham, the greens. Uh, she had some macaroni and cheese. It was some yams there that was good as fucking. wasn't vegan, um, so you know had the Hawaiian rolls and shit, and then some cornbread. Cornbread was banging. That shit was good. I ate two big ass plates and was done. I was done. I was like, I was I was full like uh, Chinese buffet full, where where your stomach start hurting a little bit. I was full in the motherfucker, but it was good. It was good. You know, well, drink a little crown apple. You know, that's what I'm drinking on now. The bottle I got for Thanksgiving. I still had some left because we ain't we ain't hit it too hard, you know, just sit here and there. Right. You know, because you know that, that side of the family, they still weed smokers and shit. And my cousin is funny because he he like, you you still not smoking? I'm like, yeah, nigga, I'm still not smoking, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm hey, done. I said, everybody waiting on that relapse to come. No, that ain't happening. I told him, no, that ain't going down. I don't want to go to sleep. I want to be up to everything now. And enjoy life and not just let it skip over you a little bit, you know? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, people still enjoy life when they high and shit, you know, but I can't, I can't do it no more. I'm done with that shit. I'm good. I ain't going back. Well, that's what's up. I ain't going back. Ten bucks. Go ahead. Send it to a quick sponsor break so we can get another Zoom link, man. Gotcha. Hey, we'll be right back to you. We got to get another Zoom link, y'all. Sorry that we uh both remote today, but we thank you and appreciate you for sticking with us. We will be right back in a minute. Big shout out to Redline Radio. Got my t-shirt on. Since they're always talking that bullshit, you know, motherfucker, I promote, nigga. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back to you. Let's go out. Come on, send that, send that Zoom link. We got a lot of shit to go to. Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs. Quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention the podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. Custom Design Aquariums, where we bring your aquatic dreams to life. With your help, using your imagination, together we will turn your home or office into a peaceful getaway. For a free consultation, call 330-475-5181 or contact us by email 
at customdesignaqua at gmail.com. Once again, that is C-U-S-T-O-M-D-E-S-I-G-N-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and get 5% off. Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention the podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. Don't bring me back in, man. We'll, we'll wait. We'll, I mean, we'll, I'll talk some shit until she get back in. Oh, there she go. Look at that. Oh, we back. I said, go and bring me in, and we already back. We are back. Oh, wow. That's some crazy screen action right there. Welcome back to the couch. That quick break so we can get another Zoom link in the building. Oh, it's, it's, still, it's, it's still going on the commercial and shit on my shit, so we'll be all right. Whatever. You up and going. They can hear you. They can see you. Oh, okay. All right. So we always like to do one childhood memory. Childhood memories are always nice. You can get to know us personally a little more. But we do this every week. Y'all know the format. Y'all know what we do on this couch, on the (laughs) therapy train. The train is back, motherfuckers. Choo. Chew. <laughs> no, we are still on the couch. Like literally, you are on the couch. Like ain't nobody chewing. The couch that's on the train because the train is moving. The gist therapy train is moving. Hey, speaking of that, real quick. Go ahead. I wanted to take a cross country train ride. Uh huh. Where they got couches on there? My head. Huh? I said, where they got couches on there? Listen, the rooms that got the good couches, $1,300 for a train ride from San Francisco back home. $1,300? How long would the train ride be? It was like three to four days, like 60-something hours or so. Oh, fuck that. That's crazy. My cruise to Cabo was less than $800. (laughs) But this train ride across the good old U.S. of A. <laughs> I just wanted to see the Grand Canyon to clear my head for a couple of days, but not for $1,300. No, $1,300, that's ridiculous. I'm good on that. I mean, too- they have some cheaper ones, but if you want a bed or a reclining couch sofa, then you got to pay for it, I guess, you know. Or yeah. other than that, you're going to be sitting on fucking seats that are like fucking rapid seats that don't they right. uncomfortable they hard as fuck like the bus seats like, that's the real <laughs> fuck kind of shit is that 1300 motherfucking dollars for a real couch and shit like come the fuck ain't that crazy to be comfortable for 60 something hours i said they know that the calls go from 200 and something to 1300 that's, that's, that that's off the hook that's a yeah. lot that's a big difference 
That is a lot. I could buy two seats and lay across them for cheaper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. On a plane, you can. <laughs> Put the seat belt on and everything. Lay, the, lay across the motherfucking seats in the plane. Right. Something. Because 1300 goodness. That's crazy. So let's go with this one childhood memory. Let's keep this shit going. You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I got to think of a memory real quick. You know, I got so many of them motherfuckers. Uh, since Thanksgiving just passed, uh, should I do a Thanksgiving memory? Let's see. Mm. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, because I'm lost. I'm like, because I, I, I was trying to think of this shit earlier, but then I got talking with little mama and hooking up the computer and all that shit. I'll do a combination, you know, Thanksgiving family memory. Um, so my family has been written a hall off and on pretty much our whole, my whole life. Like it's been a thing that we've always done. Uh, my earliest memory, I was probably about 10 or 12. Uh, we used to rent the big gym. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the big gym on the north side. Um, Sugar would come and let us in. And there was a creek that runs along the big gym. Now, the big gym isn't there anymore. They put some like condos or some type of housing or something down there. The creek is still there, but um, they might have like closed it up or it's, it's nothing you know, like it used to be when I was uh, young. Damn, that, okay. said, that, that sentence made me sound old as fuck. <laughs> but so we would go down there for Thanksgiving. We had a basketball contest. We always have a talent show. You know, um, we play a lot of games. Like, it's just always a really good time as the family. So on this particular day, we decide to have a swinging across the creek competition. <laughs> Sound like somebody got wet. Listen, nobody <laughs> fell, thank the Lord. But it was like, you know, you grab it on, you swing to one side, and then you got to try and force your momentum to bring you back, right? So that's the whole thing. Everybody's going on, you know, some people are cheating, some people not making it, so then you got to push them, you know, to get everybody across. And then um, the last person, I don't know if it was me or somebody else, comes across and somebody pulls on it like they about to swing and the whole branch break and it snapped. And like, we were just all like, wow. Because at least nobody was like actually swinging on it. Because I mean, right. you wouldn't die because of it, but you could get jacked up. <laughs> like, right. you, know, you know, you're going to hit the rocks or you're going to bust your head or, you know, it's going to be something involved. And we was just laughing like the irony. But then we wasn't supposed to be back there, so we couldn't tell none of the adults. So then we had to run in and pretend like it didn't happen and then tell somebody on the later time. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. That is hilarious. So you you made me think of a good childhood memory because you talk about a creek. We used to have a creek in uh, Bedford Heights where we lived at, and we used to always go and walk the creek. And they had like a, a tunnel where like a sewer tunnel that people would walk in and then get out on the one side, but motherfuckers would walk in and I would just walk on the other side <laughs> and every vent be yelling down, like, where y'all at? Come on, motherfuckers, I'm gonna meet y'all at the creek. <laughs> Like I, I just weren't I wasn't getting in the sewer. Like that's one thing I wasn't doing. But like I remember one time we was in the creek and it like a storm started to come. You can tell 
like the, the sky got dark, you know what I'm saying? The wind started kicking up and shit. And my dumb ass is still hanging with uh, these two, two kids that I grew up with. And we walking, like people left us. And we like still down there fucking around and shit. And then when I got home, the storm hit. So like I made it home right before the storm hit. But I got my I got my ass up for not coming home right when it got dark and got all crazy because they knew the storm because I knew the storm was coming. So I got my ass up for not coming home right away and shit. That was some bullshit. Because parents hate to be scared. And now I got to get you because you the one made me scared because I was worried about your punk ass because you ain't do what I told you to. Yeah, I mean, and big, big brush will remember this story because like they made him go get a switch from the bushes and shit. And I'm like, oh, big bro, come on, man. Like, what kind of switch so, did he get for you? So listen, before he started walking out, they was like, and if you come back with a small switch, we go beat your ass too. So he was yep. like, my bad, my bad, little bro. And came back <laughs> with the little switch. I got my ass whooped. So hey, wait, they made him go man. out in the storm and get the switch? No, the storm was already passed, man. Okay, okay. Parents know exactly what to do to force you to mentally be on their side. They know exactly what to do because they know kids like to work together, but they got to get y'all to do what they say. That's all they know. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's funny. That's crazy, though. So that, that was one of my childhood memories. I ain't going to forget that. I got a lot of creek stories and shit. We did some crazy shit back in the creek, though. Definitely. I'm glad you said creek because that made me think of <laughs> all the creek stories that I got. That's crazy that you got so many creek stories that you saying all the creek stories. It's a lot of creek stories. A lot. Lots of them. Lots of them. That Some good crazy. ones, too. Good ones, too. Yeah. We had told, we had told one creek story when uh, my dude Adonis Harden was on the podcast. You got to look it up on Spotify. All those episodes that was all audio. He told a creek story and shit, and uh, that shit was funny. I actually yeah. got a creek story too. You got a creek story too? Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it. We don't want to hear it. All right, bet. <laughs> Call the great. Go ahead, Tim. Tell us your creek story. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a childhood memory as well. Uh, my uh, my cousins had a creek in their backyard, and uh, right once it got just a little bit of snow, we were sledding down it. And uh, it was my turn to go down the hill. Well, I went down. It was great. Uh, but I couldn't get back up. So um, they, my cousins and them, they they said that their grandma called them because they had to leave. So they left me down the hill. I was down there for like a good 30 minutes to an hour trying to get back up. And I thought they was gone because they told me they had to leave couple years a couple years ago my cousin was like hey man uh we never told you this but uh yeah we didn't leave we was uh looking out the window to wait to see if you can come out the creek um so we <laughs> so we seen you uh a couple hours later get out the creek i'm like so you mean to tell me this whole time y'all was waiting for me to come up the creek i'm thinking y'all gone and y'all left me down there to die yeah they got to see what you made of. <laughs> Why couldn't you get out the creek, though? I had terrible shoes, um, and it was it was real, real muddy because it was like it wasn't quite enough snow to like to be, you know, for it to stick, stick. 
but it was enough for you know we could sled down it, but it was and it was real, 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 real muddy. Oh, wow. You learned all kind of life uh, lessons from that one situation. <laughs> Pretty much, that was great. It was great. Pretty much, he learned a lot. All right, let's keep it moving. Flowers, why they still here? We like to give flowers while they still here instead of being conditioned to give flowers while they dead and gone. So we like to bless people with their flowers while they still here on this earth so they can smell them. Great roses. Let me go ahead and start. Uh, you can go ahead. All right. So I'm going to give my flowers this week to my cousin, Michelle Byron. Um, Like I said, she opened up her house, man. We grew up together. And like I said, uh, my dad's side was always the best side. <laughs> I'm tagging her real quick if I can get it done. There we go. So, like, Nichelle, we called her Nettie, right? And she was like, she was older than me, but we was like always cool. Growing up, all of all of us cousins was like close as shit. We was all more, more like brothers and sisters because we hung out so damn much. Right. And for her to open up her home and let me bring little mama and best friend, it, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's, she always had a heart of gold and she is just, she, she just good, cool people, man. Like her, her daughter had passed away uh, before little mama was born. And the funeral was the day little mama was born. Wow. And so, you know, I was sending condolences and everything, but like, they didn't think I was coming, but of course, like I had to come, like there was no way I was going to miss this. So, you know, I had to go and support the family and, you know, and I know, I know it still be rough for her, you know, um, missing her daughter. Cause like that was li literally her mini me, but cause, oh, you got it. Keep pushing. You know, she ain't nothing but your angel watching over you. So you go get your flowers today, Nettie. I appreciate you. And I love you to death. Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Big Mike been timed in. Big Mike, what's going on with you, brother? He, he chimed, Big Mike chimed in last week, too, Miss KT. Oh, did he? That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Tim Buck, did you do a hand clap? I can't hear the hand claps on my side. I just did another one for you. Oh, you just did another one? I appreciate you. <laughs> it, it's hard to hear the hand claps you on gotta, Zoom. You say got to be real quiet. You can hear it a little bit, like, so you got to be quiet afterwards and come through later. It's like the golf clap and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss exactly KT, who are you giving your flowers to this week? Uh, so I know we normally like to give flowers that to people that are still here, uh, but I'm going to give flowers to my father in his memory um, because I didn't give him enough flowers while he was still here. And I really didn't um, understand the impact that he had on my life until he was gone. You know, a lot of times when people aren't who you expect them to be or need them to be, you don't feel like they have almost any value at all, right? Um, but when I look back and I was thinking about the stories and all of the times that we've shared, I really have 40 years worth of memories with this man. And I'm a, a lot of who I am is because of who he was, right? Because 
he would call me from California and check me about grades or about making bad choices or, you know, he had me believing that he could pull up at any moment and one time pulled up and I didn't know he was coming and I was in the school scared. Like, this nigga not about to whoop me in front of everybody, you know? And so just thinking back over the years, you know, my intelligence and strength, a lot of those things came because of the requirements and expectations that he had for me. And so um, I hate that, you know, my sister's got a small piece of that, but they don't, they won't remember him the way that I get to remember him because I've had so many years of, you know, um, of just experiences. And so even though he's not here to receive the flowers or to enjoy the flowers, I am going to give flowers to his memory because I, you know, need anybody listening to know that he was a good man and that he was loved and that, you know, I know for certain that he loved me. And so that means a lot to me. I heard him, I heard him. Yeah, so you gotta be quiet and then golf clap and then. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Big Mike said, what it do, y'all? What's going on, Big Mike? Good to see you chiming in again two weeks in a row. We appreciate you, brother. Definitely appreciate you jumping in on the couch on just therapy and shit. You know, tune in, man. Keep tuning in, man. Uh, I mean, it's a great show. I gotta say it myself, you know. I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's definitely a great show. Definitely. Let's keep it, let's keep it going. Uh the Aubrey verdict came out. Did you see that? Yeah. Were you, you said what? So this is the thing. So here we go. Uh, following the not guilty verdict in the Cal Rittenhouse murder trial less than a week ago, many felt a huge injustice was served by showing exactly what white men are capable of getting away with compared to their black and brown counterparts. Thankfully, history did not repeat itself in the equally viral Ahmaud Aubrey murder trial that officially concluded uh, with Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan Jr. each found guilty of the crime. According to CNN, Travis McMichael faces a maximum sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole after being convicted on one count of malice murder and four counts of felony murder. Gregory McMichael and William Roddy Bryan Jr. also faced the maximum sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole, although Roddy was acquitted of the malice murder charge. All three men also have separate federal hate crime charges that will play out in the court, uh, excuse me, in court during a trial set for February. Uh, you already know the jury was uh, nine white women, two white men, and one black man serving on the on the jury. It was definitely a jury of their peers because it was only <laughs> it was only <laughs> what one black person on the damn jury. Like that's crazy as shit. Twenty uh, five year old Amal Aubrey was shot and killed while jogging in a Brunswick, Georgia neighborhood by by the three. And the sentences, the sentencing is what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Because they can face up to life in prison. But will they get the maximum for this 
I mean, it was de definitely a modern day lynching. And that, I mean, that's exactly what it was. So will they actually get the full uh, extent of the law as far as the the life in prison? What you think, Miss KT? I do not expect them. First of all, let me say this. Um, I don't know if they all should get the same amount of time at sentencing. Okay. And my hope is that they all do have to face life in prison um, because they took a life. And the only fair choice is a life for a life, right? Like you can't have any hope of getting out once you take somebody's life in this way. And the thing that bothered me the most, right? Um, a lot of people say he was jogging. To me, that may or may not be true. But the part that I hate is he has done something that I know that I've done before, that I know my children have done before. When you live in a neighborhood and they're building a new house, it's nothing to go check out the framework of the house because it's not even really a house yet. And we've all, you know, been on the wall, see some, they building a house. Oh, let me go check out what this new house in my development looks like. You know, like it's one of those casual things. You're not going to steal. You're really just going to be nosy. And it's just, you know, it's a, it's a curiosity thing. Oh, let me see what kind of framework they have. Oh, let me see what the layout is. Oh, let, you know, like a hey, casual occurrence. That's that very true. Like, yeah, I mean, it's very true because me and my little cousin, yep, me and my little cousin, when she was getting her house built, it was a house literally a door down, and she wanted to go check out the layout. So we went in the house and checked out the fucking layout because there's nothing in there yet. So it doesn't feel like you're trespassing or breaking and entering because they don't have anything you want, you know. You're literally checking out the framework, the layout of the house. And you know, and you know that you ask the questions like, oh, they don't have a door right here. I ain't get a door right here. I wonder if it's too late for me to add a door right here. Oh, they got this, you know, because it's just one of those generally inquisitive things that people do. And so imagine somebody deciding that you are in violation for something that has nothing to do with them. It wasn't their property. They didn't see you with something. Like there was no reason for them to chase this man down in their trucks and still take his life when they didn't have to do any of that. And that's the scary thing that at anybody's whim, your life can be gone because they think it that they have the power to do so. You're right. You're right. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, it is. And it, it, it's really frustrating that, uh, we live in a country that this is still occurring and still, you know, considered to be an option. And I feel like if you don't send a message by giving them life in prison, then you are allowing this to happen again in the future. True. True, 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 true. Very true. So I, I, I see why uh, we couldn't see Tales on the Grounds comment because he was actually on the Just Therapy page. 
and there there's two different because uh, I, I don't have to paste the link to the just therapy yeah, page it automatically comes up right it just automatically comes up now so uh the question i had is what do y'all think about the um, ahmad aubrey verdict like what's y'all thoughts on that couchers any thoughts on that at all because like you, you you said one key point you was like they should serve life because they took a life right but i mean cal rittenhouse took two lives and got found not guilty and they they claim it was self-defense like you literally drove you had your mom drive you across state borders with the ar-15 to go to a fucking uh a march a rally for someone who was murdered by the police so you came with a loaded ar-15 to a peaceful protest like, I mean, it makes no sense. And then they said, oh, well, they tried to, you know, point a gun at him or whatever, and he shot him. The one guy he shot twice, the guy was on the ground, incapacitated. Then he walked up to him and then shot him in the head. Wow. So once, you know, cause like the threat, you pose to shoot until there was no threat. There was no threat, he was on the ground. And then you went up and executed him, shot him in his head. So it's like, and then you get off on that, and then there's uh, Republicans in Florida and other places that are offering him an internship. Like, you know, the, the our last president actually invited him to his home so he can shake hands and do a photo op with this kid. It's like, it, it, it's crazy. And people be like, oh, why do you wear that shirt? Make racism wrong again. It's always been wrong. Well, tell that to the racist motherfuckers that's still out here. Because in this case, it was literally a modern day lynching without the tree, period. They literally blocked him in. He tried to run around the trucks to just keep jogging and to get away. And they literally jumped out their cars and, and, and murdered him. You know what I'm saying? And then one guy was like, oh, it was self-defense. How? You blocked him off and jumped out your cars for no fucking reason. With, you with your guns that... Listen, those guns would have never been there if you didn't decide to take the law in your own hand. And the craziest part to me is that if you didn't want to be such a braggart and record your ignorance, we would have never known the extent and they probably would have gotten away with it, right? Because it's easy to make the argument of self-defense when you can't exactly see what's going on and the person who you claim to have to defend yourself from is no longer alive, right? True. That's why George Zimmerman was able to get off because even though everything about what he said was bullshit, there's always that little piece of doubt because there was no video evidence. Now, if somebody had seen it and recorded it, maybe. But with Cal, that is such a miscarriage of justice. It's like a blatant slap in the face to anybody who feels like this country um, isn't racist or is, is really something that we can stand on, right? For the judge to 
not let the victims be called victims. And for some, for Kyle to have taken somebody's life but not be allowed to call the murderer, for the mom to not be charged for driving her 17-year-old across state lines, um, which is a felony. She gave him the money for the gun. He illegally had an AR-15, which he had somebody else purchase. Like there's so many charges that he should have at very least been found guilty of on top of killing people. And then for him to be honored and celebrated in the most patriotic way is disheartening. But honestly, it's what this country stands on. And the fact that people were raising money for him and celebrating him. And um, one guy, a black man, who tried to stop him before he killed anybody, kicked Kyle and tried to pin him to the ground. They charged him with felonious assault for kicking Kyle before he ever killed anybody. Wow. So you can shoot people, right? Because I think he shot three people and two of, killed two of them. Yep. And suffer nothing because you're found not guilty, but you can stop try and stop somebody from doing it, and because you kicked him, you were charged with felonious assault. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I mean that just makes no sense at all. Definitely not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. Funny stop, Pete. Then <laughs> <laughs> funny stop, Pete. Then chimed in. What's going on, Pete? He gonna say, <laughs> "All right, Sean B, say something funny. You look tired. Smile. <laughs> you getting hypnotized." You're getting hypnotist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Pete. <laughs> you are getting sleepy. Uh, that's that's my guy though. But yeah, man, like it, it's just so much bullshit going on with these cases, man. And it's like, when when will it end? Like it's 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 never gonna end. And people be like, oh well, sometimes you sound racist, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how? If you know me. You know, I ain't got a racist bone in my damn body. It's like some of this shit needs to be talked about, period, because it keeps happening. And the people that let it keep happening and the people that side with people like Kyle Rittenhouse is the reason why the shit keeps happening. Right. Period. It 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 makes no sense, man. Like, not not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. Mm-mm-mm. And the only thing is, um, to be racist, you have to be able to be in a position of power, right? Acknowledging a wrong is not a racist act. And so it really makes me caution to talk around people who feel like me acknowledging a wrong is me being racist, right? If I see a black person doing some bullshit and I say, hey, that black guy is on bullshit, he's on bullshit. If I see a white person on bullshit and I say there's a white guy on bullshit, he's on bullshit. And calling it out doesn't make me racist because in that instance, it's a white person versus a black person. You not being able to acknowledge something wrong makes me wonder if you're really racist. Because it should turn your stomach to know that in this day and age, these types of things are still happening. 
And if it doesn't, something's wrong with you. You, you know, I, I agree with exactly what you just said, you know, um, because not saying something, how does that not make you racist? Right. And then saluting somebody that, oh, they, they got off because it was self-defense. Like you get all the information handed to you. Right. But you still say it's self-defense. He shouldn't have been there, period. Like at all. What, what, what's the reason to drive? over state lines to go to a protesting with an AR, a loaded AR-15. Why? That makes no sense. Like, and, and then he like, was trying to stop looters. Like, yeah. that's not your fucking business. What do you mean you're trying to stop looters? And then people be like, oh, why are they looting? Why are they looting? Because the shit keeps happening. So sometimes you got to do drastic fucking measures to get good results, which still doesn't work. Because you still peaceful protest and motherfuckers still get killed. So, I, mean, I mean, like, I definitely don't agree with the looting. Um, I feel like looting and or marching is really not as beneficial as we would like it to be. But I would love to see whoever told him to come. I guess it was an unofficial request sent out saying that we need vigilantes people who are willing to stand with us protect our town and that's why kyle thought he should go because that really feels like a kkk type of summons like hey we need all of our citizens to arm yourselves and come out here because this peaceful protest might turn into a riot and looting and we want to protect ourselves I don't know. I mean, I mean, the shit, the shit is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Because like, okay, he he replied to that and then came. It's like that. Like, you, what do you what do you think is gonna happen if you send something out like that? Right. You and what, what what do you expect it? What do you want to happen? Like, what was your goal for real? And then what, what is a vigilante? Right. Everybody knows what a vigilante is. I mean that that was my word. That might not have been their word, but okay. All right, I got you. I got you. That's what's up. I mean, it it, it sucks. It it just makes no fucking sense because the world we live in right now is so fucked up, and it's gonna continue to be fucked up. And because like my one dude, we we all we always we always have good debates and good talks. Uh, the owner of Primal Screening, Terry. That's my guy. We we have good good debates. Older white guy. So we have good debates and we always joke with each other and everything. And it should be hilarious. Right. But we have good debates and we see a lot of this. We, we see a lot eye to eye. And then sometimes we disagree. Which I, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the good eye, damn it. <laughs> but either way. Like we, we talk about a lot of this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I, I talked to him about the Ahmad Aubrey verdict and he was like, good, because they should have been convicted. And then with the Cal Rittenhouse, he was like, he didn't have enough information to actually speak on it, you know? And I gave him the information that I had and he was still like, I mean, that makes no sense, you know? So, I, I mean, it, it just, but he always tells me like, of course there are racist people. But then there's me and you. There's so many people that think like me and you that are not racist. But then both sides of the media 
puts out the people that are racist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But still, because we, we had talked about is America a racist country? Because he was like, oh, it's getting better. I was like, but how? Just because they keep bringing the racist people to the forefront, there's so much racism going on. And I see it personally. And of course, you don't see it as much as I see it because you're not, we're, we're, he's white, I'm black. You know what I'm saying? So of course, you won't see it as much, but you know it's still there. But I definitely agree that it's getting better, right? Because we are able to have conversations that we've never would have been able to have before, right? Mm-hmm. Because people are getting called out, because charges are being filed, indictments are going through finally, where that wasn't the case, right? In a lot of situations, a Kyle Rittenhouse would have never even been to the court or the guys who killed Arbery would have got charged and got off, you know? So um, I do agree that it's getting better. Um, The problem to me is that it's a system that's broken. You have a broken system, putting out the small fires will do nothing to unhinge the system. The entire system is broken. And if you're not going to scratch the system and start fresh, then realistically, real change will never come. And because this system benefits people monetarily, are they really going to change the system? The system, unfortunately, probably would never change because the whole thing is it, it, it goes back to the the justice system, like history, his story, just us. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many times uh, somebody can do the same crime and they get different charges and there's a different outcome. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the justice system will never change. Because they still see us in a different light, which is sad, you know, for that judge to be so lackluster and and to let his phone go off during the hearing. Like he already made up his mind, you know, and they he literally um, uh, dismissed a a charge against him for being underage with an AR-15. Like, he already knew he was going to do that. The one charge he knew he was completely guilty of, he dismissed it. Exactly. To make sure there was no charges brought up against him at all. So that's why the justice system is never fair. You know? But if you think about it, though, um, to me, he sees Kyle the way that we see each other right when you can relate to somebody when you care about them as a person like to me he felt like cal was his son or grandson or family member and so he felt like it was his duty to protect him because he could relate to being that type of person and unfortunately cal is the type of person that will most likely do something like this again yeah. He wanted to be a cop because he wants to hold that level of authority over people and make sure that you do 
what he thinks should be done in the eyes of the law, which is how we end up with these types of cops who are shoot first, ask questions later, when it's a questionable situation with a black or brown person, but a lot less lenient and understanding when it's a white person because they relate to them, which I get, right? One of my favorite uh, white people I used to work with in North Carolina, we always have this running joke that we need each other. I need enough positive interactions with people of the other race so I don't think everybody is this one way, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're a white person who has not had positive interactions with black and brown people, then you assume we're all this one way and then you treat us all the way that you think that we are. You know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. You, you're right. You're right. And, and that, that, that's what's sad. And when I say make racism wrong again, I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about black people, Asian, Hispanics, you yeah. know, because everybody can be racist. So we all need to come together and get rid of this bullshit. Sorry you know to interrupt, but the so, Zoom meeting is about to go out. So we got to go to another sponsor break. I'm Custom Design Aquariums, where we bring your aquatic dreams to life. With your help, using your imagination, together we will turn your home or office into a peaceful getaway. For a free consultation, call 330-475-5181 or contact us by email at customdesignaqua at gmail.com. Once again, that is C-U-S-T-O-M-D-E-S-I-G-N-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and get 5% off. Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention a podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. Custom Design Aquariums, where we bring your aquatic dreams to life. With your help, using your imagination, together we will turn your home or office into a peaceful getaway. For a free consultation, call 330-475-5181 or contact us by email at customdesignaqua at gmail.com. Once again, that is C-U-S-T-O-M. D-E-S-I-G-N-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and get 5% off. Primal 
Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention the podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. Custom Design Aquariums, where we bring your aquatic dreams to life. With your help, using your imagination, together we will turn your home or office into a peaceful getaway. For a free consultation, call 330-475-5181 or contact us by email at customdesignaqua at gmail.com. Once again, that is C-U-S-T-O-M-D-E-S-I-G-N-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and get 5% off. We back. Welcome we back. back to the couch, y'all. Do it, Miss KT. Just another day <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> Talk about all the problems of today. Oh shit! Welcome back to the couch, y'all. Sorry for all the sponsor breaks today like i said i'm on the original couch at the house because little mama was sick so i just wanted to make sure i looked out for her and watched her you know how good daddies do you know how we do well maybe you don't maybe you're not good dad you know but i mean i am so i know how i do i gotta make sure she all right you know what i'm saying gotta look out for her now she over there passed out she's been good this entire episode you only heard her cough like twice and say hi a couple times. Usually she'd be right here on my shoulder. Don't be all fighting in, the baby some Robitussin so she can go to sleep. <laughs> she good. She took she took her uh, her um, her antibiotics, and they said the antibiotics might make her a little sleepy the first time she takes it. So uh, just trying to get rid of that cough, that grown man cough that she had. Shit. Listen, sound like a twenty year smoker cough. That's the worst. For real. Damn, she sounded like her mama, how she called shit. Did wow. I say that? <laughs> <laughs> but welcome back. Thank you for keeping up with us on the couch on Just Therapy. We was just finishing up uh, talking about the uh, Ahmad Aubrey verdict on all three men were found guilty. And we were recapping uh, what we talked about last week with the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Um, the more of that story, what, what, what's the moral of that story, Miss KT? Um, the moral of the Albury verdict is that um, you cannot take crime into your own hands. Um, it is not going to be acceptable. Stand your ground, self-defense rules, like they do, that does not exempt you from being a good person, a real citizen. They could have called the police if they thought it was a problem. They even could have followed him if they wanted to, to be able to let the police know where he was. But you can't block somebody's path. You can't impede somebody from doing what they think they want to do. Because 
we all make choices in this life. If I choose to break the law, then you should choose to nullify the law. And then the law should choose to take me in so I can suffer the consequences, uh, you know, in a fair judicial way. That's how this country is supposedly founded and supposed okay. to stand on. I'm glad you said supposedly. Yeah. So that, that's the hope, right? Um, so my question to the audience is about sentencing. Do you think all three should suffer the same sentencing in the Albury um, trial? Or do you think just the actual shooter should suffer more than others? Or should everybody get the same punishment because you all were there, you all were played a part in the same crime? So this is the thing, because I remember when, you know, growing up, if you were there while somebody committed a crime and you were black, sorry, got to say the truth, um, everybody got the same sentence, even if you wasn't the person that pulled the trigger. Yeah. Everybody got the same sentence. Every single yeah. guy that was in that car when they committed that crime got the exact same sentence. Yeah. Period. You right. again, we were talking about the justice system. The justice system is not set up for everybody. You can agree to disagree on that, but there are too many facts on it's not set up for the same people. So the guy, uh, Roddy was his nickname, and Brian Jr., he is the one who um, recorded it and then gave it to the police. Because if you remember, this actually happened like in January but they were not charged or arrested until March. It was months before we actually found out about this and before yeah. they actually was you know, arrested for that crime, if you remember and if you followed the case. Because we talked about this case on the show in some of the old episodes. Make sure you go to Just Therapy on Spotify and listen to all the old episodes so you know what we're talking about. Shameless plug. But he is the one who recorded it. I'm glad he did. And for the simple fact to answer your question, I will say this. If you're doing the justice system how it's supposed to be going, I say Mr. Brian Jr. should not get life without parole. The other two should definitely get life without parole. That's my take on it. I don't think they should. I don't think they should. I, I think who the one who pulled the trigger should get life without parole. And then the other one should get life with a chance of parole. Um, and then the one that recorded, I don't, I don't know if he deserves life. Um, only because uh, without this evidence, we wouldn't even know the details and really it could have gone either way, you know. Um, but I definitely hope that justice is served. I hope that um, Ahmaud Arbery's family is able to get some resemblance of peace and feel like some justice is served just by them being found guilty. True, I need that. And you know, th these kinds of things are tough topics to discuss, you know. 
Uh, nobody likes uncomfortable conversations, but it's a part of the world that we live in. You have to acknowledge, you know, what's going on. And, and that's why I always say, we always talk about why we do just therapy. Sometimes we talk about conversations that people don't want to have, but yeah. they're needed. So we do that dirty work. It's not all laugh, laughs and giggles on this show. <laughs> Sometimes we get deep and personal. And, and, you know, we talk about subjects that are taboo. Right. Things that need to come up. So what I ask you to do is share, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody. Send them our way because I think they'll enjoy the couch session on the Just Therapy train, you know? You like, how I threw in, you like how I threw in the Just Therapy train? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little disappointed that you want us to be back on the train, but, you know, I was gone for two weeks. You you had you had free liberty to say what you wanted to, so we'll we'll get you back together. <laughs> Whatever, man. You see what I put in the chat? What y'all think, couchers? <laughs> hey, it's always couchers. We always on the couch. Yeah, we always uh, on the couch. What's going on with this Dalton City Schools, bro? Oh my gosh! Uh, so I'm gonna read the story, Tim Buck. Then I'm gonna have you play the video. So. Dalton parents enraged over masturbation videos for first graders. Wait, videos with the nets? Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Yeah. Last fall, parents at the posh 55,000 per year Dalton school got wind of their first graders being taught sex education lessons that included masturbation. They complained to school administrators, but were told they had simply misinterpreted what Dalton's now notorious health and wellness educator, Justine uh, Anfanti, who last month led a controversial and explicit porn literacy workshop at another elite prep school was teaching. But porn after the Crazy. Wow. But after the post exposed wow. last week on porn on the porn class, Dalton parents bombarded the school with more complaints about Fonty's curriculum. Uh, the post viewed video of a cartoon Fonty used in one of her sex ed classes for six-year-olds, showing little kids talking about touching themselves for pleasure. Uh, play the video, Tim. We have video. Wow. I can't hear it. Uh-uh. Come on. Got to be able to hear it. Hey, couchers, if you, you can hear the video there, Caleb, it probably know. feels good to touch the same way Keith's right, penis back. feels Start good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed stuff our body doesn't need? Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Well, if private parts are so special, why do you cover them up? 
Because they are private, silly. That's right, Kayla. Because they are private. Hey, Squeaks, pass it. Wait. Okay, I'm ready. Wow. Did, did you see that, Miss Katie? I did. Um, All right, I'm a little torn on this one. You're a little torn? Yeah. Um, so when I heard about it, it sounds worse than the video. The video isn't that bad to me. It's uh, from an educational standpoint. Um, okay. I do feel like, you know, they're a little young to have those conversations. A little? Only because in this overly sexualized world, you've got to start teaching people some basics, right? And so I remember my son being two, you know, playing with himself in the bathtub or like kind of pulling on it. And I'm like, boy, stop. That's like it hurt. Like, you know, because they are from two to four, very inquisitive and touching and don't know what's going on and have questions. And so they need some basic guidelines. Okay. Do they need basic guidelines from teachers in the class with the other students or from their parents? So that's a parent conversation. And so that's the part that this is the type of video, like it's okay to create. So parents have guidelines but in a classroom setting it that's what sends it too far over the edge one because you don't know what type of questions kids are going to have and you don't know what type of exposure i'm okay with my child having right because that's the problem with schools that so often we overexpose kids trying to reach those middle of the road kids when you're showing too much to my child who I haven't had these conversations with because I haven't de deemed them necessary. And now you've taken on the role of a parent instead of just an educator. True, true. And then the crazy part about it is like, cause I, I, I watched the whole video. The whole video is actually like 2.30, two minutes and 30 seconds. And they, they discuss it. The video is not bad for parents to show their kids at their home and to address questions, right? But right. when I was just watching the video again, right? I noticed when he was like, hey, pass me the ball. And then the one like lizard thing was like, okay, hold on. And then he put his hands like over his thing. Like he was getting an erection and shit. Like, oh, I didn't take it like that. I thought he was uh, blocking so that the ball wouldn't hit his private parts. Like he got to protect his private area. Okay, okay, oh, well, he, he can take it that way, but he still grabbed his nuts. I'm yeah, just saying. He did. So it's like, I, I don't want, like, my, my daughter's too. We know that. Little mama's too. So when she sit on the potty, sometimes she, like, you know, grab at her stuff. I'm like, hey, don't grab that. What you doing? Stop. You got to pee. I don't want to pee on your hands, you know? And that's what I tell her about it. But when she gets older, of course, we're going to have to have that talk. You know what I'm saying? But the school should not have that talk with my kid without my permission. Let me do that talk. And then for these, these parents paid $55,000 a year for their kids to go there. So they didn't think that the parents should know 
that they're going to expose the kids to this and have a say in what's going on. Like, come on now. Like, you're doing but too much. You, you can't give individual parents a say over your entire curriculum, right? Because that's what's happening in Texas now with the critical race theory. People don't want so many things taught because they are letting so many parents have so much influence. So that's why I'm saying I'm torn. It's like a thin line between. Okay, wait, I, I understand you're a teacher, you're an educator, I understand that. We're not talking about critical race theory. We're talking about masturbation videos to first graders. Let's let's it, stay on topic on this not, subject. Only it on does this not subject. Say anything about masturbation, and I simply mentioned critical race so that you get an idea of how parents having influence over the curriculum, what it leads to. So because all it takes is one parent to not like it, and then you have to scrap it because you opened up the door to all parents. But it. Literally, uh, it talks about masturbation without saying the word masturbation. See, I didn't take it that way. It, it said, well, why Why does my penis get an erection? Sometimes I touch myself and it feels good. And then she's like, well, I touch my vulva too because it feels good. That's masturbation <laughs> without saying masturbation. You can't, we, we can't argue that point, am I right? To me, they're too little for it to be considered masturbation. How? It doesn't matter how little it is. Because some guys' penises don't grow past they was six years old anyway. I don't mean like how little their penis is. I mean their age, their mentality, that they're not trying to, you know, like at that age, they are not playing with the penis to ejaculate. They are in an inquisitive phase of, I don't know what to do here. You trying to put men out there. I ain't said nothing about the little shrimp side. <laughs> I'm just saying, you was like, they're too little. I'm like, wait, wait. As far as maturity level, not size. Orchestra of fuckery. Hey. Couchers, what y'all think on that? Y'all can call it the Graper Machine Tool Hotline at 216-259-2062 if you want to be live on the air. And let us know your feelings on that on that subject, because like, to me, I I don't want I don't want my daughter learning that in, until I'm ready to teach her. You know what I'm saying? And then when it comes that time, I will teach her. Depends I don't want the school man. teaching her. I mean, I definitely wouldn't want my kid to hear this for the first time at school and then come home to so many questions of me when I have no idea, you know, what kind of conversations they had in class. And then it's almost, so on, from an educational standpoint, it's like, I understand you want to give them this information, but from a discussion standpoint, are you going to answer all of their questions? Are you going to make sure that all of their questions are on this topic only and not have questions because it might be some five and six year olds in there who know a lot more than other people they may have been exposed to a lot more and they might ask questions about masturbation 
or ejaculation or who knows what kids have experienced. So that's what makes it a very touchy subject because maybe your intent was pure, but then the discussion goes wherever the kids allow it to go. And if you don't have a discussion, then you're really doing them a disservice because you're giving them this information without any follow-up. No, you're right. Ashley, Chi, uh, Ashley T chimed in in the chat and said, six-year-olds don't need to be a part of their curriculum. That is not appropriate for them at that age in school. Middle schoolers can barely handle this shit in health class without inappropriate comments. And I agree. So kind of, right? Because the problem is when we wait to teach kids at middle schoolers, you get 10, 12, 14 year olds who get pregnant early, who don't know about menstrual cycles and periods, who, you know, boys are getting an erection in class and don't know what to do about it because they haven't had that knowledge. But I do feel like kindergarten's young, but I feel like kids need a basic, you know, amount of information, right? Like, you know how when they're little and you teach them eye, nose, mouth, you know, like I feel like teaching them body parts is one thing, encouraging them to touch themselves to figure out what it does or that they like it is something different. Oh. <laughs> I, I see it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I don't, I'm going to move on. I don't understand, you know, the idea behind uh, sharing too much. You know, I feel like school systems are in an awkward place where nowadays they have to have more of a parent role than they used to in the past. Um, so nowadays it's, uh, you know, it's a little confusing what role they need to play. Um, it's easier um, to say this shouldn't happen but then as a society, we've got to be able to inform our students because if we don't, then, you know, they'll grow up with a lack of knowledge. Ashley says, I'm not saying you, should, you shouldn't teach your children about this earlier. I am saying it's a, inappropriate for grade schools to teach this in first grade classrooms. That I definitely agree with. It's definitely inappropriate. It, but that that's what I took from her comment. We're talking about should you teach first graders this? You should not. Period. There's no like I don't understand what debate the debate is about. Like you went to middle schoolers. We're not talking about middle schoolers. We're talking about first graders learning this from their teachers, not from their parents. No, Ashley mentioned middle schoolers, and that's why. No, no but I understood where she was coming from. I, I read it. Six year olds don't need. What I'm to be saying apart. is. There is a knowledge level that is needed for first graders. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep let's keep on schedule. We we on schedule right now. I had to uh I wanted you like when I go like this, that means keep talking, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you, you ain't find that funny? No. Well, well, you should know. Like if you in a club and you in a comedy club. 
And you look when you did this, I kept talking. So don't act like I'm slow. Thank you. I didn't say you were slow. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay, thank you. Really, asshole? Like, you gonna get pissed because I mentioned, like, I said, I'm, do that? I'm so not you pissed. Talking? I'm ready to I know move. you kept talking, motherfucker. That's why I'm glad you kept talking. I'm saying I'm glad you caught on to me doing this. Motherfucking nerves. I swear you do. Um, the next subject, you within. What, what are we talking about there? So I wanted to talk about um, you within because there is a huge need for people to learn who they really are and what's really going on. Um, right now, I don't know if anybody knows it, but there is an overwhelming issue going on in this country specifically, but really worldwide, right? We have um, so many people who are learning and expressing that they need help with their mental health that we do not have enough mental health workers. Um, a lot of people in the service fields are quitting their jobs. People are stressed out and don't know what to do about it. And it's a very difficult time. It says mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. As an educator, there has been uh, severe cases around the country where school systems had to go back to being virtual, not because they didn't have teachers, but because they don't have enough subs or they don't have enough bus drivers or teachers can't take any days off for self-care because there's no one to monitor the classrooms. And it's creating this huge paradigm shift that nobody wants to work. Businesses are closing down. It's a lot that's going on because COVID has brought out the mental health crisis that we are experiencing in this country. So um, the Atlantic Coast Conference, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have decided to launch a mental health initiative as part of their alliance because they are starting to understand and see it even in sports, how your mental health truly affects the you within. And until you address those issues, until you are able to sort through why you are the way that you are and what's going on, you will always carry those things with you and it will always affect you. And I know you guys did uh, mental health awareness before, but it, it's such a trying time right now that I thought it was worth speaking on again. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Mental, mental health is always a big issue. I mean, you know, we can talk about that every year. Um, Lex Vegas actually did a men's summit not too long ago about men's mental health and um it was it was much needed because you know just mental health period is needs to be talked about needs to be discussed like uh we talked about last week you know uh shout out to our guest comedian angelo jackson great interview great episode make sure you check that out that was last week's episode but he talked about how he's getting therapy because he wanted to know 
you know, why he made decisions he did. Why was he with a girl that he need, didn't need to be with at that time? You know, so he wanted to figure out what was going on in, in his head. So he started taking therapy. Therapy is much needed for everybody, though. It is. How, how do you feel about therapy? Is that something you would do? Is that something you're doing? Oh, de definitely want to do it. Uh, we, we talked about it last week. I need to get into it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just been so busy. Like I got to get unbusy and get, you know, get a chance to reach out and get a therapist, you know, Cause, but getting a therapist and getting the right therapist is the main thing because you can't get the wrong therapist where they don't understand where you're coming from when you talk to them. Cause they, you have, they have to be able to not always relate, but be able to understand where you're coming from, for your, from your point of view. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that was tragic in my life and you know just being a young black man and being an older black man and going through different situations you have to understand that aspect for me to be able to you know get out and talk about what needs to be discussed because you know having a wrong therapist can be a waste of money and just as detrimental as not going to therapy mm -hmm. because they might make you want to suppress some things that you want to work through they yeah. might be dismissive about some things um, it just, it really struck with me hard because after we did the suicide awareness show, um, my father passed away and it was, it's just been like issue after issue after issue. And so it's like, so many people are leaning to suicide because they don't have this outlet because they are struggling, you know, mentally and don't feel like they have any recourse. They don't have anything to do to help them. And so I wanted to bring this conversation out because right now what we're seeing it in a way that it's affecting our economy. People don't wanna work at McDonald's because they don't wanna be talked down to and made to feel less than just to make a decent wage or sometimes don't make a good wage. People don't wanna work in the school systems because it's frustrating. It's emotionally draining dealing with behavior problems of students or even just the emotional baggage that students bring to the school every day. You know, people don't want to drive the bus where they're held responsible for a car accident or, you know, accident with the bus when there's 30, 40 kids on the bus without any assistance. You know, it's just uh, people don't want to be nurses when they get go to the hospital and are being spit on and talked down to her, you know, it's a very difficult time where people are already afraid because of COVID and the different variants. And now their mental health is taking a toll. And it's the idea of what can we do about it? Right. No, no, you're right. Cause um, I mean, you made, you made some key points in that, in that, cause like uh, just, you know, thinking about the suicide awareness, I mean, he, people need to talk to people. If you're thinking about it, reach out to somebody. They got the hotline. That's, that's the hoodie that I had on earlier was the suicide awareness hoodie. I mean, reach out. You can go to AFSP.org for, you know, information and the hotline. And they have actually a text line as well. You got to remember, suicide is a permanent solution for a temporary problem. And that's what it is. I mean, that's just how it goes. So you got to be able to reach out to somebody. I'm here if you need me. You can go to my Facebook page. My phone number's on there. You can inbox me. You can call me, whatever it is. 
I will talk to you. I will, you know, you know, share information with you. Like, listen, if you need a listening ear, because we need to stop adding names to that list. I do a list of names every year and it's growing and growing. So reach out to somebody, talk to somebody because you are not alone. Everybody fights depression. So know that everybody fights depression and we're here for you if you need us. That's a, a big reason why I named this podcast Just Therapy, because this is our therapy to be able to talk about situations that need to be talked about, talk about taboo situations and get, you know, get laughter as well while we talk about different uh, hard conversations that we need to discuss. And that's the best part about Just Therapy is that this can be your therapy session. Share with us some things that you're going through. Reach out. Allow us to have those uncomfortable conversations that you may need to get some things off of your chest so that you don't feel so weighted down that you don't, you know, acknowledge that these moments will pass and you will be able to rise above it. No, that's true. And don't forget, Just Therapy, the podcast is not a form of therapy. It doesn't replace actual therapy though just know it doesn't actually replace therapy still seek that help get therapy reach out to somebody talk to somebody this right here is just a buffer for you to get past different things and different subjects so make sure you realize and are aware this is not uh and and not saying you shouldn't get therapy because you should if you need it but this is not uh, uh, a way of actually talking to somebody, you know, you know, not, this is not replacing therapy. You should still get therapy, but this show is to help you reach out to somebody to actually talk to somebody. I had, I had to say that though. So they know this ain't, you know, cause I mean, we on the couch, we always on the couch. Right. You always call us, talk to us, email us at just therapy pod at gmail.com ask any questions you want we'll reach back to you we check it often well i check it often um and we get back to you and i'll you know get with get with my co-host so we can get different point of views of each question that you ask it's not just going to be all my point of view it's going to be the whole just therapy podcast you know talking about the situation and ain't just going to be just me so be aware of that and you want to start the next uh the next segment or you want to go ahead and go to the last sponsor break um we we might as well go to the last sponsor break and then come back and finish it up all right that sounds good we're going to take one more break this is going to be the last break and we'll be right back to you with the end of the show we almost done couchers so stick with us. What? What you say? I said the same thing you said. I said thanks for tuning in. You said oh, yeah. thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be right back after this last and final sponsor break. And we're going to come to the conclusion of the show. Stick with us on the couch, y'all. We'll be right back to you. Ten buck two cents to that last sponsor break, brother. Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. 
all your screen printing and embroidery needs. Quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention the podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. Custom Design Aquariums, where we bring your aquatic dreams to life. With your help, using your imagination, together we will turn your home or office into a peaceful getaway. For a free consultation, call 330-475-5181 or contact us by email at customdesignaqua at gmail.com. Once again, that is C-U-S-T-O-M-D-E-S-I-G-N-A-Q-U-A at gmail.com. Mention this podcast and get 5% off. Primal Screen in Kent, Ohio. For all your screen printing and embroidery needs, quality work, on time, fair prices. For more information, call 330-677-1766. Again, 330-677-1766. Or check us out online, primalscreenprinting.com. If you mention the podcast, you get 5% off. Peace. And we are back with you, Couchers. Thanks for sticking with us and tuning in. Little mama over here going through it. She's going through it tonight, y'all. She over here is sick. That's why I'm live from the original couch where it all started. I'm on the couch with the Couchers. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. We was waiting for Miss KT to uh, jump back in. Appreciate the hand clap there, sir. Ten buck two on the board, running it real smoothly, even though I can't hear all the drops because I know you can hit some drops I ain't heard. Am I right, Tim? Yeah, it was a couple. It was a couple. You know, I definitely got the dings going. Yeah, I, I heard I heard the dings a little bit. <laughs> Laughter, you know, we got to have that in there. Definitely. I know you be doing your damn thing, man. I appreciate you. Running the board tonight, man. Sorry I couldn't be in the studio with you. I was that was my plan, being on this being in the studio, but little mama changed the plans on me. So the show must go on. That's why we live on the couch right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Little mama do come first, though. Yeah, man. The job don't be understanding that shit. They don't, don't care about all. nothing but them. They don't care nothing but yeah, that's it. They don't care nothing about them. Nothing but them. So I appreciate everybody that's still sticking with us. Um, the uh, podcast on Spotify might be a little late uh, because the new laptop I got is not uh, running the program right. So I need to get a new one. And Lee Money been doing it for me. So we might have to wait till Lee Money gets back to get the, this episode up on Spotify. But it will be up. Uh, nine times out of ten before we go back 
live on next Monday. If not, you'll get two episodes on one. You know what I'm saying? You'll get two episodes that you need to listen to, that you need to join in on, man. But make sure you check us out on Spotify under Just Therapy, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that good shit. Plus, if you want to reach out to us, we have an email address at JustTherapyPod. That's JustTherapyPod at gmail.com. Shout out to our new sponsors that is coming up at the beginning of the new year in Twisted Tomato. Twisted Tomato, you can get the best pizza, the best calzone. They got wings. They got a, a location in downtown Akron across from Rubber Duck Stadium, and they got a location in Cuyahoga Falls. So make sure you check them out. Brad Cover is a good dude. He is the owner of both locations, and they also open in a new location in Stowe, Ohio. And when you mention the podcast, you will get that 5% discount on some good-ass pizza. Miss KT, you like pizza? No, I'm not a a pizza fan. I mean, they might have vegan pizza. You never know. Got to call an ass, motherfucker. (laughs) I said I'm not a pizza fan. I didn't say nothing about vegan or not vegan. Oh, shit. You just don't like pizza, period? I've never been a big pizza fan. Like, I've never been the type of person to be like, ooh, I need some pizza right now. Well, they got subs. They got salads. They got wings, motherfucker. I know you. There you go. One of the five of those things I just named (laughs) There you go. Now, one of those I like. (laughs) One of those you like. (laughs) Oh, Nick Jabor is in the building, my sand nigga. He been tuning in a lot, man. I love that dude. That's my guy right there. You stole it. You swear you stole it. That's why. LOL. Oh, oh, he's talking about. I I hope you're talking about Miss KT. No, he's talking to you. He, He put that on there before I said anything. Uh-uh, no, that was, that was your comment you. on my screen, nigga. Uh, I didn't, like, the. Uh, I kept hitting no on the Zoom update for my laptop, so I kept I kept putting it off. So. Yeah, I kept hitting no on mine, and I hit later, and then the next thing I know, it said update, and I just... Oh, yeah, I, I kept I kept hitting later. It, wouldn't, it didn't do that to me. So yeah. what we got next? We got crazy, crazy funny, fuck up, new... <laughs> we tried. The Zoom took us off. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it almost came through. I don't know. It definitely almost came through. <laughs> I heard it. I heard what it. you got for me this week in crazy, funny, fucked up news? Yeah, a couple <laughs> handcuffed themselves to each other for three months to fix relationship. Wow. Online car salesman Alexander Kool-Aid and beautician Victoria, I'm going to butcher her last name, Pazza Vidvoda, I don't know, uh, share, a <laughs> flat to, share a flat together in Ukraine, somewhere in Ukraine, I'm going to mess that name up too, and spend every moment with one another since, look, since locking the handcuffs. Alexander and Victoria are handcuffed together. A couple have attempted to save their relationship by handcuffing themselves together after going through a rocky patch. Online car salesman Alexander and beautician Victoria began the experiment on Valentine's Day following a period of off and on romance. He came up with the idea after 
Uh, Victoria said she wanted to break up with him. Victoria refused his idea at first, hanging up the phone on him the first time he suggested it, but eventually changed her mind. In terms of physical comfort, with every day passing, we are getting used to it more and more. It gets easier, Kulad said, from their flat in the eastern city of whatever Ukraine. We used to break up once or twice a week. <laughs> when, when doing another fight, Vika once again said that we had to break up. I replied, then I will attach you to myself. <laughs> oh, shit. Tim Buck, too. Oh, you put up the pictures already, Tim? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. God. So you see. Oh, you, oh, I stole the laptop. I ain't stole the laptop, nigga. <laughs> Motherfucker. So y'all y'all already see, so we can't play guess what color they are, because you already see what color they was. But what you think about this crazy shit, Miss KT? Um, I think it is hilariously stupid. <laughs> uh, I applaud them for, you know, figuring out what it takes for their relationship. You know, everybody trying to do things on other people's terms. You really do have to do what's best for you and the your partner, right? Like you can't live your life based on somebody else's ideas, what you saw in the movie, because that's all, you know, deal with the here and now, like what's really going on in your life. However, I don't want to see anybody in the world that much. You got to go to the bathroom with them. You got to go to the work with them. Like, how are you doing people's hair? Or are you making your sales? Like, he got to go. Like, it's just, it's too much. And, you know, they, the saying is even too much of a good thing is a bad thing. You know, like, and I understand, like, my mom made me and my sister uh, be together one time. <laughs> and we we had to join together. We had to, she had to go everywhere with me and, um, but that was one day. <laughs> Wasn't even a full day, probably about five or six hours. I don't know. But ain't no way for three months that will make you want to kill somebody, cut off your own arm just to get free. Cause that is ridiculous. Just to get free. And then they asked them, how do they go to the bathroom? One goes to the bathroom while the other one is outside of the door with their arm in the door. Yeah. So when she got to take a shit, he got to stand outside and still smell the shit. Yeah, the whole person. time. Like, that's too much. To me, that's too much. I would never do it. Couchers, would you handcuff <laughs> yourself to your mate to make the relationship work? Hey, my sand nigga, chime in on this. Would you, <laughs> would you handcuff yourself to Lucky if y'all was going through a rough patch to get through this? And then had Kobe looking at you like he was crazy. Kobe is done. Kobe is his good boy. You say what? Was it the guy or the girl who had this idea? It sounded like it was, it was the guy. guy. It was the guy's idea. It was yeah. the guy's idea to handcuff themselves. And, they, and they're still together, <laughs> which is crazy as fuck. But like, that's too much. But back to your point of how she go do hair. I guess she was one hand in that shit doing the curl, like bloop, 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 with Listen, the handcuff over here and shit. Like, ain't no what she. His hand had to be 
right there where they're giving the extra massage and so he like this. Listen, he like this. Anyone who does hair knows they you need an extra hand anyway. So she probably like, honey, hold this. I'm gonna hold this, and then I'm gonna use my free hand to cut with. <laughs> Ashley T said, "Hell to the all. My dude Nick Jabor said, "I would handcuff Lucky." In the garage. Uh-uh, not in the garage. <laughs> hey, nigga, I'm a tiger in this shit right now, so you should see that damn comment. Say that shit again. <laughs> he is lying. We know he's lying. That's the point. That shit was funny. Though. That shit was funny as hell. But that's oh. that's too much. Like, and I he, he, it, hey, right? wait. He he said, you know, I'm capping with laughing faces. <laughs> oh yeah, because ain't no way. That's too much. Um. But you know, like maybe a weekend or something, if you want to try and force yourself to deal through issues without, you know, like if you deal with a mate that likes to storm off and walk away and you trying to like force them to have an adult conversation. Wait, maybe, wait, wait, no, mm -mm. I got to cut you off there. Though. My that's bad. too much. I got to cut you off right there. If you, cause sometimes people need to take a break from the argument because they can get too heated where they might say something that's not cool that's they, true. In, in that moment where sometimes they need to walk away for a second, breathe, and then come back with a level head and have a real adult level-headed conversation. That's true. I'm saying the type of person who likes that avoidance personality, you know, that okay. I don't want to talk that. at all, you know, let me up out of here type of uh, but really, I'm just grasping at straws here because there's no reason for this to ever happen between two adults. I'm not locking nobody in nothing. Nobody's obligated to do whatever. And the right. fact that, to me, him suggesting that is uh, like a couple saying, let's go to therapy, not because you really want help but because it's your last chance effort at keeping the relationship together. Like, okay. seriously, if, if you got a handcuff or two, you bro, just let her go. <laughs> I think you gotta let it go. Yes, let it go. Looks like another love TKO. <laughs> Please, oh, it's too much. Just go ahead and let it go. Uh, hey. I'm glad it worked for them though, you know. And maybe he knew her personality and he knew this would calm her down or, you know, maybe it eliminated one of their fears or doubts or whatever. Like, you know, maybe they knew it would work for them. But, in, you know, overall, I just feel like that that's way too much. That's hilarious. Nick, Nick said he agreed with you, Miss KT. I don't know what party he agreed with because, like, half of it I didn't agree with, but some of it I did. So. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not capping. I'm not capping. I'm being real. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But let's play a game real quick, though. All right. Let's play a game real quick. It's only one question. Let's see if you can guess how old the couple was. Okay. So there is a five-year gap in between the ages. All right. Okay. So you can guess two, give me two ages, but there has to be a five-year gap. All right. Couchers, you can tune in with this too. Give me two ages with the five-year gap on how old you think this couple was. Let's go. 
Was that the real couple pictured in the picture? Yes. Okay. So uh, Timbuktu, show the picture one more time. Just show one of them because you, you can see it. Uh, the way they look. There we go. That's perfect. That's a perfect picture for you to show. That's the only one you got to show. Uh, no, nah, because you can see the other guy. You can see her face in the other one. So show the other picture real quick. Ashley T say 29 and 34. Hey, Ashley T, who do you think is older? Oh, that's a good question, too. Who do you think is older? The guy or the girl? But Ashley T put 29 and 34. My favorite saying, nigga, chime in on this. What, what you think? Uh, what's the ages of these, these couples? There's a five-year difference between their age. 30 and 35, Nick Jabor said. Oh, he right there with Ashley. Pretty much. I mean, you know. Miss KT, what you think? Quit stalling, motherfucker. I'm definitely stalling. <laughs> um, I'm going to say they a little <laughs> older than that. I'm Nick, say saying, Nick saying we playing prices Right. You ain't lying, <laughs> Nick. I'm going to say that she is 39 and he is 34. Yeah, the you're woman going, definitely. You're going with Ashley T there. Huh? You're going with Ashley T's uh, 29 and 30, 34. No, I said 39. Oh, and what? 39 and 34. And oh, 39 and 34. Yeah, so okay. I went the other one. Okay, Nick, Nick said the woman is older. Yeah, the woman looks older to me too. Okay, all right. All right. So yeah, what 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 answer y'all want first? Who's older, who's younger, or the yes. age? Let us know who's older first. Okay. So uh Ashley T, did you want to guess who was older yet? Who's older first? And Tim Buck too, if you find out what Ashley T said, throw it up in the thing real quick. So um so I can see. Because, you know, my chat be a little slow and shit, just like your screen, because we ain't been back up on the screen yet. It's just they crazy looking faces and shit. <laughs> I left it there Thank for people you. to have context. No, nah, you good. You good. All right. Did Ashley T say who was older, woman or man yet? Not yet. All right. Timbuktu, who you think is older? She uh, said, I think the guy is older. Uh, Ashley I, T just chimed in. I do think the woman is older as well. Okay, so all three of you are wrong. Ashley T is correct. The man is older than the woman. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Timbuktu, what's your guess on the age? Five-year difference. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the same thing as KT said. Uh, 39 and 34? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? 33 and 28. Wow. Ashley T was the closest. 33 and 28. 33 and 28 with the guy being older. Yes. That was that was good. That was good shit. That was. She was almost right on the money. Good Definitely. job, best friend. Definitely on, on the money. Definitely on the money. All right. We getting to the end of the show. And our next subject is what we got. Joke of the week. 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 
Weak. I'm just gonna keep saying it until you say weak one more time, motherfucker. Weak. Weak, nigga. Weak. weak. <laughs> so listen, we was talking about teaching first graders about masturbation. Okay. Oh shoot. So I'm gonna talk about something that happened with my son. Cause my son, he was in the 10th grade and he came to me one day. Cause I always told him, come to me when you need something. Come to me when you got a question. Come to me besides asking for fucking money. Right. right. And one day he came home to me after a high school day in his sophomore year and was like, hey dad, I got a question. And I was proud. I was like, oh shit, you finally coming to me. What's up? What you want to know? I got you. I'm all ears. He looked me dead in the eye was like, hey, dad, this, there's this thing going around high school. I want to know what it is. I said, what you want to know? He looked me at me and said, what's the pullout method? <laughs> <laughs> and I got quiet and big eyed and looked at him all quiet and everything and didn't respond. And he said, don't do what I do when you ask me a question and not say nothing. I say, touche, little bastard, touche. So he asked me again, what's the pullout method, dad? I looked him dead in his eye back and was like, you? Because <laughs> that shit don't work. That shit don't work. I'm talking about just a tip. You get in there and you bust a nut real quick. That shit don't work. You the pullout method, son. You are <laughs> the epitome of the pullout method. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I, I, I like that one. That's one. Of my, that's 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 one. I uh, I ain't did that one in a while. I might do that again here soon. Cause I I like that joke. That's some good shit. <laughs> turn on your turn signal, motherfucker, Nick Jabor. <laughs> I, I ain't I ain't doing that one. That 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 sometimes that make me fucking go lightheaded doing that damn joke. That's that walking road rage joke he talking about. Yeah, I know. That's definitely a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I do. That, that's a lot. All right, and last but not least, we got our clothes. We always like to send you out with something you can ponder on until the next time you hear us or see us. And you can see us on Redline Radio LLC every Monday live on YouTube or Facebook and the Just Therapy the podcast page. I had to think about it for a second. I got a little lost. You can also see us on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is coming soon. We're on Twitch as well under Redline LLC. Make sure you check us out. You can reach us on the email at Just Therapy Pod. That's Just Therapy P-O-D at gmail.com. Send me all your hate mail. I will read them all and cry over nothing. Mango <laughs> bother me, motherfucker. Send me all your hate mail. Send me any question you got. We can answer questions live on the podcast. We love doing that. And our Patreon is coming up very, very, very soon because I've been working on getting this damn laptop and getting them up. And we're going to do just therapy stories where you can get extra stories from us and the guests that have been on Just Therapy, the podcast show. So make sure you check us out. All my uh, social medias, uh, you can find me on Facebook under Sean Boyd. And if you're not from Ohio, put in Sean Boyd 
Ohio. It'll be a picture of me and little mama. My Instagram is SB Comedy. My TikTok is SB Comedy One. And my Twitter is Sean Boyd SB. Miss KT, you still ain't using your uh, social medias, are you? No. Okay. But I want, well, my goal is by, by the new year, I'm going to start. All right, Miss KT, I see you got a show coming up. Shout that shit out. I do. Uh, I have a show at the Funny Stop on December 28th. It'll be an all-ladies show. That's all I remember about it right now. <laughs> Miss KT, Miss KT, let me give you let me give you a little advice. All right. Okay. It's gonna be your first time performing at the Funny Stop, my home club. Right. With Pete's crazy ass. Right. Be as clean as you can. Yeah, you told me that before. Pete don't like all that custom. I'm just saying. Oh, wait. Like, be clean like content or clean no, like don't cuss? Just, just be, no, listen. You can cuss, but just be as clean as oh, you okay. can. It will go a long way because you funny already. All right. I'm just saying. And then Pete, you know, he'll look out for you. I'm just saying. He like people to be clean first and then graduate to being dirty because anybody can be dirty. You know, it's all, all right. about being funny with Pete. So, right. All right. Our close this week. I just, I had it. Where'd it go? Okay, here we go. Our close this week is. Oh, shit. I went to something I wanted to go do tonight, but I like this one. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause I, I had I had one that was dope as fuck. I had one that was like dope as fuck. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I gotta I gotta do this one because this is the one I wanted to do. I clicked on something else that was great, and we'll do that next week. But this week I gotta do this one. Here we go. Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize it is you and no one else who creates your thoughts, feelings and actions i think i did that one before i don't maybe think not. so that was good maybe not. read it again for me okay healing comes from taking responsibility to read no we, we i did that one already i did that one i, I think i did that one no you don't, I don't think know. so i i don't remember it um, okay. All right. So, here we go. Oh, I didn't break it down. Somebody else may have. I don't know. All right. Here we go. There. Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize it is you and no one else who creates your thoughts, feelings, and actions. All right. So, um, one of the hardest things for people to work through is dealing with themselves. Right? Because when you are out in public or talking to other people, it's really easy to let those distractions, you know, influence you. But when you are home and having to deal with your own self, at the end of the day, that's what's necessary for true healing and growth. Your thoughts, your mindset, your actions and perspective that all stem from you, right? 
Yes, your parents may have sucked and been horrible and have added to the hardship of life, but at the end of the day, it is up to you what choices you allow to affect you, what thoughts you allow to permeate your mind, what words you allow to leave your mouth, and what actions you share with the world. Because nobody else has control over you except for you. Even when the most horrendous things that have happened in your life, it's, it's your choice what you do with those things. And you can let it be detrimental to you or you can use it as the springboard needed to go to that next level. So I hope that you are honest and true with yourself and do whatever it takes so that you can heal and grow and enjoy this life. I like it. I was I was being quiet so I didn't hear the hand clap, but I still didn't hear it. So no, he didn't clap. Ten buck two. I clapped. I clapped. I clapped. I heard a piece of a clap late, but I didn't hear a clap. It was I late, but I clapped. clapped. I figured he did, because listen, Tim Buck two been be on it better than Lee Money. Like uh, Lee Money be on it. But Tim Buck two didn't surpass both of them, both of them motherfuckers. It, it wasn't hard to surpass <laughs> Dave. But and Dave did a good job. I don't want to, you know, I ain't trying to shit on nobody. Dave does a great job because he's sensitive. Right. And Lee Money be on his thing, but Timbuktu, he's been doing his thing. He's been shining like my head. <laughs> Your head definitely shining. The, the more the show go on, the more the shine increase. I appreciate uh, the flowers. <laughs> was that Dave that commented about live from the studio from the beginning, or was that a different Dave? Uh, that was Dave that said that. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And I, don't I think didn't know if that was our Dave or a different Dave. I don't even think he was in the studio because I know Lee Money was there, but I didn't know Dave was there. Tim Buck, was Dave there this morning? I mean, I said this morning. Was Dave there? Dave was out of town. Okay, I didn't think so. I, I thought he was out of town because like he doing training or some shit. But thank you again, counters, for sticking with us. We appreciate you. Hey, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to Just Therapy Live every Monday on Redline Radio LLC on Facebook and YouTube. And the best part about it, you can tell them yourself to go to Just Therapy, the podcast page on Facebook, and they can watch it there. Make sure you check us out next week. I appreciate y'all. Thank you again. Thank you again. Miss KT, any last words before we get the fuck up out of here and just turn off our computers because we ain't got to drive home, nigga. <laughs> Woohoo! That's the best part. Uh, thank you all for your love and prayers. Please continue to keep me in your prayers. Um, this is a difficult time for me trying to navigate through um, all of the mess that's been happening these last couple months, uh, but I'm strong and I'll be okay. So I appreciate your love and support. All right, Timbuktu, thank you again for running the board legitly and uh, stupendously. That, that's a good word, okay. Good job tonight. <laughs> thank you, thank you, it's my pleasure to do it. I I had to think of, I was about to say dubious, uh, whatever the fuck. I don't think that was a word. I was going to make up a word, but then that yes, word. Came <laughs> so we out and you want to get in here? No. Okay, so I don't want to get in here. We out. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you and you will hear us next week 
on the pod. Thank you so much for tuning in, Couchers. We'll see you again. Peace. Peace. We out. Send us out, Tim Buck. Warning. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the creator. They are not the opinions of Redline Radio, LLC, or its owners. Parental discretion is strongly advised. M.I. <laughs>